Hello, and welcome to Becoming Less, a podcast about my journey to less waste, less consumption, less impact, less clutter, and less stress. Today, I would like to start the first of a series of six episodes, each focusing in on one of the six R's of sustainability. Most of us are very familiar with the original three, reduce, reuse, recycle. But I feel that, and it seems to be generally agreed upon by many environmental enthusiasts, that these just don't quite cover it. I would like to extend those three to these six. Refuse, reduce, reuse, repair, recycle, rot. If you look up the R's of sustainability, you will find many variations. Some are just the basic three, but I've seen versions that go up to 16. Those I think are starting to get a little redundant, not to mention hard to memorize. Most are five or six like mine, with many people throwing in rethink. Personally, I think rethink is just part of each of the others. Again, that's refuse, reduce, reuse, repair, recycle, rot. It should be understood that they are in the order they are in for a very good reason. This is the order in which they should be considered, with refuse being the highest on the list, and then reduce, etc. With the exception of rot, which sort of stands alone, sort of. I put it at the end for the reason that it is an end-of-life step. You know what? We'll get into that in part six of this series. They are in the order that they are in because they should be taken into consideration in that order. When deciding to bring something new into your life, whether it be food, clothes, toys, books, anything, a lot of people participate in the recycle part because it's become mainstream, because it's a feel-good thing to do, and or because there are deposits to be reimbursed for. But it is second last because it is an end-of-life step, though thought should still be put into it beforehand. But again, I digress. This episode is about refuse. This is the ultimate step, as it is the step that stops the waste from becoming waste in the first place. This is the ultimate minimalistic approach to a zero-waste lifestyle. Just a little disclaimer that when I say zero-waste lifestyle, I mean just getting that asymptote as close to zero as possible for you. Absolute zero is nigh impossible and should not be something you actually set out to achieve as that is just a good way to get frustrated and give up. Baby steps. Anyway, refuse. This is my favorite step, and it can be the hardest. It's difficult because it usually means telling someone no. And we all know how hard that can be sometimes, especially when it's a no thank you in response to a kind gesture. I have a story to tell you in regard to my experience with this. If you are unfamiliar with the five love languages by Gary Chapman, a quick breakdown is that there are five ways to show affection for others. Physical touch, quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gifts. I will put a link in the show notes in case you would like to know more. Well, I have a friend who's 100% falls under the gifts category. It seems that every time I saw her, she would have something new to give me, mostly sewing related, as that's how we know each other. Fabric, sewing notions, pottery that she made. I really do love my tea mug though. Use it basically every day. Trinkets, clothes, cat ear headbands, tiny boxes to hold mystery items that may or may not ever exist. And they were always delicately showcased in a pretty bag with tissue paper and sometimes ribbon. It got to the point where I was actually starting to get anxious about seeing her. What new clutter was I going to acquire this time? Guilt swept over me. 
I didn't want these things that she was so graciously offering me, but I didn't want to hurt her feelings because I really enjoyed her company. But eventually, enough was enough. If I wanted to maintain the friendship, I needed to set up boundaries. Friendship should not be tense. It should not cause anxiety and guilt. So as politely and appreciatively as I could, I told her to please stop giving me presents. I said something along the lines of, I know that gifts are your way of showing your affection, and I very much appreciate the gesture, but I am a minimalist, and the accumulation of all these things that you're giving me is actually stressing me out. So I would very much appreciate it if you would just refrain from buying me stuff. If you absolutely feel the need to offer gifts, I would prefer them in the form of waste-free consumables. You could buy me a coffee in my reusable mug or a pretty bar of soap or in the form of experiences, such as movie tickets, so we can spend more time together. She was definitely hurt. Her immediate response was, but why? I thought I had been fairly thorough in my explanation of why, but she was so shocked that it just didn't seem to make sense to her. She told the other people in the room that Biz doesn't want my gifts. She doesn't like presents or fun. She did say these things in a playful way, but you could tell she was working through her stages of grief over the matter. When we parted that day, I felt horrible. I'm pretty sure she felt horrible too. I wasn't sure if she was going to want to spend time with me anymore. But sure enough, the next time one of our sewing events came up, she was right there ready to hang out with me and sew up a storm. And she didn't bring me any presents. It was a running joke for a while, still kinda is, but we are closer than ever now and I am very grateful that she accommodated my request. Makes me feel very important to her and she is important to me. Now, let's take a look back at that story. I spent some time thinking about what I was going to say to her before the conversation happened. I made sure I was showing her gratitude for her gesture. I acknowledged that she was doing it out of the goodness of her heart and not to hurt me, but I also expressed that it did hurt me and that it was causing me stress. This conversation may not have been easy, but I tried very hard to make it as positive as possible. Friends are there to support you. They may be some of the hardest people to say no to, but I bet your friends will surprise you with their forgiveness and understanding more often than not. Now, refusing isn't always like this. Sometimes it's a much smaller scale, like asking the waitress not to put a straw in your drink at the restaurant. Straws are becoming more and more scarce in my city of Edmonton, Alberta, where single-use plastic is in the process of being banned altogether. So this particular scenario may come up less and less often around here. You can take refusing in this matter to the next level by pushing for a ban in your city too. Refusing is not taking the goodie bags at events and expos. Do you really need more pens, lanyards, stickers? Not to mention that these often come in a plastic bag. Speaking of plastic bags, even if you forgot to bring your reusable bag to the store with you, which we'll get to in a couple episodes, you probably don't need one for that single item you bought that could probably fit in your pocket or purse anyway. Refusing is taking a moment to rethink. Oh, there's that rethink I mentioned, which is basically embedded in all of the R's. To rethink whether you actually need that new sweater, that cup of coffee, or that new phone when yours is still working perfectly fine. It's asking your boss not to give you a personalized mug for your 10-year work anniversary. It's refusing a ride from someone or simply not driving yourself when your destination is easily within walking or biking distance. It can be hard to see the refuse step because it really is the absence of something. 
the removal of something that is unnecessary. But this step is the one that will make the biggest difference to the waste stream. It's number one for a reason, because how can someone create waste from something that was never there in the first place? I would love to hear ways you refuse in your daily lives. Please tell me all about your ideas for more ways to refuse. You can find all the ways to contact me on becominglesspod.podbean.com, where you can also listen to other episodes, subscribe, give me a five-star rating if you like the episode, or even donate to support waste reduction efforts here in Edmonton, Alberta. Thank you all so much for listening. Every day, we can be a little less than we were yesterday. Bye-bye!